Hello, and welcome to another <laughs> Yale podcast. Don't do that. Don't this do is that. gross. If you feel like this a grape is... and only have raisins, don't do that. You have two nostrils. Okay. This wins right. the most disgusting episode so far. It's something that I still do, and I still do it and love it. Don't do that. Look, awards are great. Some are obviously more prestigious than others. This month, coming up right here on this podcast. Speaking of things <laughs> that you may not want to know. Come sit in somebody's lap. Don't do that. People know I hire talent sometimes, so I get 500 business cards at the conference, too. Guess what? They stay in the room when I leave. They wanted a British accent. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. And I don't have any samples with a British accent. What up, what up? Welcome back to another VO podcast. It's me, Jake Sanders. I'm here with Troy and Alden. Guys, how you doing? Doing good. Doing good. okay. Doing, doing okay. Good. Sustaining the uh, the Arctic front that came through, but we're good. <laughs> yeah, what did it get down to, like 18 the other night? Yeah, pretty 18 cold. 18 last night here. That's what's and, up. And, and you know what we do here in the country? You just throw another dog on the bed, and she literally had two <laughs> dogs and three cats in the bed. So, Well, where were you going to sleep? Uh, I had to move them out eventually because, you know, now that I'm doing this BiPAP machine, I, I have to get in that, that dead man position and lay still with that thing on my face. So, oh. yeah. I, I had see. to move them out. Good they deal. kept the bed warm in the for house. you, right? Yeah, the bed was warm. Uh, yeah. The bed was warm. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for joining me today. We actually have another guest on today, which I'm what? super excited. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. Surprise, surprise. No. Taking uh, us right no. into the new year. Taking us right into the new year. Guys, our guest today is Mr. Jeff Williams. Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Oh, man. Doing Pretty good. Pretty good. good. Staying busy. So for those of our listeners that are listening in, uh, Jeff is a voice actor as well. Um, surprise again there, but you weren't <laughs> expecting that. Uh, but he's podcast? also, sorry, what'd you say? A all voice the- voice actor guest on a VO podcast. There you yeah, go. I know. We're hey, we're yeah. breaking. We're we're starting new <laughs> trends here, you know. But uh, in addition to being a voice actor, I see he is an accomplished chiropractor. Are you still practicing, Jeff? I am. Yeah, I worked all morning. Oh, really? I did. So what does a normal day look like for you then? If, if you, if you, uh, do you, do you divvy up your week between chiropractor and voiceover? Do you, is your day kind of have a little bit of both in there? Like it's, it's definitely a little bit of both and it's, it's a challenge. You know, I started this when the, uh, the pandemic, like so many other folks, when the pandemic, yeah. on. Uh, but if you mm-hmm. think about it, being a, a healthcare clinic owner, it's not just chiropractic. I have a nurse practitioner that works for me. So we're, we're a medical okay. clinic as well. I have a oh. acupuncturist, a couple of massage therapists, and we do, uh, you know, exercise, all kinds of stuff. So all in one roof. So it's a, it's a pretty, um, pretty big deal, I, I think. And um, so uh, if you re- remember, nobody was going into healthcare clinics. Nobody was going anywhere. Right, right. But, but they, uh, it was emergency room and that was, that was it. So the rest of us were just kind of out there going, well, what are we going to do now? And how long is this thing going to last? And nobody knew. And mm, yeah, yeah. Well, I kind of, uh, started searching around for, I'm a, I'm a go getter, man. I'm a, I'm a hustler if I gotta be, whatever it's going, but we're going to take care of our family. Right. And so, right. Right. So I got busy and, uh, and the thing just kind of, blew up on me. Uh, fortunately in a great way, in a blessed way, it, it blew up. And, um, 
next thing you know, I've got two full-time jobs all of a sudden. You know? Yeah. So it's just been finding a way to combine all of that and make it all work together. So I already had two-hour lunches uh, because I'm high maintenance. You know? Sure. So, uh, so I already had the two-hour lunches, and I just extended it by 30 minutes on each end to make room for voiceover stuff. Wow. Uh, and you know, I take care of the rest of the auditions when I get home at 6.30 or 7 o'clock at night. We'll go out and eat or whatever and, and uh, do a little family time. And then um, 10 o'clock at night or so, we'll knock out some auditions and then uh, climb up in the bed and, and uh, watch every uh, streaming addiction we might have, whether it's Suits <laughs> or Blacklist or yeah. Minimalist. Yeah. That's a good one if you hadn't seen that one. Haven't yet, but I've I've heard good things about suits, and apparently it's kind of been making its way back to popularity because it was it, it came out a while ago, and then it's recently yep. kind of picked up yeah. a lot of. Like my I just started watching dad. that one. Yeah, yeah my dad's really liking it. Yeah, so we enjoyed Minimalist, and I've yeah. I've been so watching a, of a, an odd one, Trophy Wife. I don't know if anybody's watched Trophy no. Wife. It's older, nope. but um, uh, I was actually watching last year the the new show that came out. Was it called T- something about Todd? And uh, Todd was the guy's name, and he's this bumbling son to this this lady that's an attorney. Well, she uh, and her name's escaping me, but she's in this uh, this model or whatever it was trophy wife thing. So it's it's mm. pretty good. And then we got hung up on all the Viking shows. Oh. I mean, we've watched it started, you know, with Game of Thrones, and then we went into like four other Viking shows, and we just finished those. <laughs> it's fun. And, uh, well, yeah, we- it is. We get whatever we can. There's not a lot of that whole work-life balance thing does not exist around here at the moment. But, um, you know, I'm kind of looking at it as I, I go to work. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing patients from uh, nine in the morning till, you know, 1130. Then we come home, do voiceover and any kind of sessions are usually I'm, I'm able to schedule them then. And then go back to work about 2.30 or 3 in the afternoon, work till about 6.30 and and um, and so far we're fitting it together, uh, but there's a means to an end. We're trying to grow it to a point where I can pull in some uh, baby chiropractors, get them trained up, so that I can kind of, you know, that meme or that that gif where Homer Simpson starts fading into the yeah bush. yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I want to yeah. start yes, fading sir. back into the bushes a little bit and doing more yeah. voiceover and 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 being as full time with voiceover as I as I can uh, in the next mm-hmm. couple. Uh, you know, and That's, I also say nothing against baristas, but uh, I, I would say that their income level is is a different income level than maybe a, a, a doctorate or something like that. So right. sure. if I were a barista, I'd already be full time long time ago. But it's really hard to uh, it's it's harder to replace uh, my my normal yearly income. So I'm not full time right. yet, but we're we're working that direction. Yeah, that's mm. great, man. Um, so let me ask you this. And I know, okay, I know you said you got started in voiceover during the pandemic. Um, so like what, and, and if I missed this, I'm so sorry. What led you to voiceover? Like what made you think, I mean, I know obviously you so, said, you know, we got to take care of the family and whatnot, but like what, why land on voiceover? It was, it was just something you came across like. <laughs> it was that ad, make six figures uh, your first year. <laughs> right, yeah. You were on Facebook one day, right? And saw someone selling a course. <laughs> so um <laughs> I, this, my catchphrase is I'm, I'm an onion, man. I got so many layers. So I, I uh, um, you know, I'm a painter and a sculptor and, and a, a musician and an singer, artist, songwriter. Yeah. And I, I do uh, lots and lots of things. And uh, my 
very first band in college, I went to uh, Natchitoches, Louisiana. I was on the football team down there. And the very first band, my very first drummer was Andy Field. I don't know if y'all know Andy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not familiar. I'm not super familiar with musicians, but Uh, but he's a VO. Yeah. Oh, is he really? He's a hand unit in the Five Nights at Freddy's um, franchise. So anyway, we're friends on Facebook and, and I'm... I see Andy posting stuff about voiceover all the time. And I'm like, that's kind of weird, but kind of cool. You know, I kind of sure. like it. I don't know what this is all about. So um, I started asking him about it because I was a traveling musician, recorded. I'm familiar with that stuff and, and the equipment and all of that good stuff. So I thought, well, this might be a good fit. So he said he had a uh, a course he's not teaching anymore. We're, we're working on putting something together, but um, it was called the business of voiceover. And, uh, and he said, man, you ought to take my class. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm in. So, uh, did that like every Tuesday night for 16 weeks. It was a commitment. Yeah. Um, well, voiceover time, is a commitment. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So by the time we got out of that, I was, uh, I was off and running, man. And, um, uh, thank God because Andy, and he's just been a really good friend and, and an excellent mentor over the years. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think in, no matter your business, if you get a mentor on your side uh, that you can ask the questions you and you're not you don't feel like you're bothering them. You know, that's a big deal. A lot of people don't want to ask right. questions. They're afraid. Well, I don't want to keep bothering this dude. And Andy was just uh, just super generous with his time and his knowledge and his talent. So that's that's what got me uh, the head start for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. So I. I don't necessarily think, I don't know if any of us have a mentor, but I mean, but we're, we, the three of us got together because we're an accountability group and that kind of led to us making this podcast. So kind of like, it's important to have a mentor. We always say it's important to have an accountability yeah. group to kind of keep you sane, ha- have your water cooler friends, you know, the people you'd go talk to about the industry. Cause you can't exactly go talk to your girlfriend or your spouse or anything right. like, or your friends even about voiceover. Cause they're just going to be like, okay. You they know, don't get so. it. <laughs> right. They don't get yeah, it. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Accurate impression. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, what cartoon are you on? Yeah. I love that yeah. question. Always. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's really, that's cool that, that you were able to connect with Andy and get that going. Um, do you, do you find that voiceover, like, I guess they're probably rewarding in their own ways, but like, you know, say when you burked, burked booked your first voiceover gig like do you feel like that was more rewarding than like maybe like starting up your chiropractor practice like what do you get out of voiceover that you may not get out of like you know being a chiropractor or any of the other hats you've worn so to speak man i don't know that's a good question that's like comparing uh apples to hammers really (laughs) yeah i bet i bet i know they're totally different worlds yeah because uh with chiropractic i mean i i've got like two fellowships, which was big accomplishments um, for a, a healthcare provider, and and you know that feels amazing and and that's awesome, but it feels different than getting your you know your first big commercial where you're you know oh, it's, sure. when you, when you hear yourself okay, so I was a traveling musician and 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 I've heard my music on the radio just traveling through town. Oh, before. that's sick. And that's and that is a buzz that is similar to voiceover. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say you don't get in chiro- chiropractic. I mean, you do have patients sure. that they've hurt for years and they're headed to the surgeon, and you're able to turn their life around without surgery. And that's a certain kind of buzz mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean that's, that's pretty impactful. You change somebody's life for the better. 
Oh, I imagine. Uh, but it's different than when you're recording and your wife says, hey, you need to come upstairs right quick. And I'm like, I'm busy. Why are you messing with me, woman? And <laughs> so, I, so I said, get up here. I'm like, all right. So I went up there and she had the TV on pause and she unpaused it. And it's my voice on a national commercial, you know, which I oh, man. Well, that's a certain buzz that you don't get elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, it's right. kind of hard to compare them. I, I think with any profession, sure. if you reach a certain level, you're going to have your certain wins that, that you know, are, are pretty special. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm, well, that's sure. that's really cool. Yeah. I, you know, I guess we the term I hear in the community is, you know, I've, I was caught out in the wild kind of thing. I've, I've yet to experience that myself. I know I have stuff that's out there, but none of it's local to me or maybe people have heard me and not realize it's me or whatever. But, I, you know, I'm like I said, live in Texas, but everything I do is out in New York or Florida or Wisconsin. Right. And so way far away from here. So, you know, I've um, actually had a Facebook friend. She reached out to me and she uh, sent me a link and I haven't talked to her in forever. She was younger than than I was. I was friends with her brother. Mm-hmm. And um, so on Facebook, she sent me a message and she said, hey, is this you? I swear to God, this is you. And and it was me. It was out. It was a spot oh. out in Florida. And I'm like, yeah, that, that was me. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> That's, That's amazing. It's neat. That is cool. You talked about your transitioning by teaching younger chiropractors to, so you can kind of fade into the bushes. Talk about the flip side of that. What are you doing in VO to ramp up to where you have a, a, a more even landing point when you do make that transition? Man, I am doing everything I can. If you mm-hmm. had, uh, if, if there were a, uh, a life hack or a VO hack, I would have found it by now. There's not, <laughs> you know, there's, there's just not a shortcut. It's, Right. Connections, mm-hmm. it's who knows you, it's hard work and doing all the right things. But, but I do think there are things that you can do to shorten your runway a little bit. Uh, and, and I think that, uh, uh, so I'm with Celia Siegel management. I think that, right. um, you know, being a part of that is, is part of it. Uh, I think I've got probably, I don't know, seven or eight regionals. You don't get a lot out of that, but you get a lot of opportunities. Sure. Out of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that uh, uh, coaching with um, I hate the word gatekeepers because I, I don't think that I don't think that describes them, but they are the ones that that can change your life, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think coaching with casting directors is important because the, they may not be gatekeepers, but they are uh, those in the position of uh, a certain amount of power and influence, you know. And right. sure. they say it's not who you know, it's who knows you. Right. And and so if you're coaching with these folks um, and something comes along and they're like, no, Jeff's perfect for this. You know, we, we did five sessions. Jeff would nail this and they send it to me. Well, you know, that puts me uh, in an advantageous position um, versus other folks. Right. So exactly. I I think that there are uh, things that you can do, um, you know, in a wise fashion that, that can maybe give you a, a leg up. And, and so I'm doing all of that. And I've got a uh, virtual assistant over in Pakistan of all places that uh, uh, helps me with uh, email marketing and reach outs and stuff like that. Because, you know, if I were full-time VO, full-time, full-time, then I would have the time to sit here and market and send out emails. And I'd be mm-hmm. doing that because I'm damn good at it really. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, 
I, I just I don't have the opportunity to do that and market my mm-hmm. clinic and treat patients and be a boss of 12 yeah. people or whatever. It is. <laughs> it's just my life is nuts. If you're not catching on, it, it is. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it definitely seems like that for sure. Yeah. And we've talked about, you know, people need to treat if you're going to get into voiceover, you have to realize that it is a, is a business. I mean, like if it's a right. hobby, that's one thing, but you're only going to get so much out of it. But if you're wanting to make it a career you need to make it your business and and you have to run it as such. And, um, you know, we've even looked at maybe hiring a, a virtual assistant because I don't, none of us really come from a marketing background. So we're all kind of having to learn and we've all learned some different tips and tricks from different people in the industry about how they market, you know, and this is in some of these people, you know, they specialize in that marketing specifically for VO. And uh, there's even the VA for VO, um, that, that group that's out there that, you know, that's kind of cool. So, it's 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 definitely a big learning curve if you're not a business person, which I, for one, don't feel like I am a business person. So I've been having I, and I have to make myself do it sometimes, you know, like I just get out there and do it. But it's all part of the game. That's interesting. I've, I just, I've been on him just to get a Google calendar that help him as much as anything. <laughs> I can't get him to do it. I don't know what it is. It's all I only it's just it's just the, this podcast guest when we have him on. That's the only thing I have issue with remembering. <laughs> Everything else is automated. It is, it, yeah. yeah, it is a floating target. It does move That's around when, what day we record. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you're saying that, that you make yourself do it because I think yeah. the wrong kind of person uh, would use that as. Uh, an obstacle or a roadblock and they say, well, I'm just not a, I'm just not a business person. So I'm just not going to do it. You know? Right. Yeah. You I'm can't have that mentality yeah. and expect to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think Jeff, you out. might, you might be our first guest we've had on that built a business before you built a voiceover business for a lot of the guests we have. If, vo- if voiceover wasn't their first and it usually isn't, they were doing something, they're working for somebody else. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you built your own chiropractor business and now you're building another business as a voiceover business. Tell me what you bring from building a business the first time in, in a different sector, a different frame of mind. But what, what about building a business helps you build your voiceover business? Uh, I think the biggest part of it is just being professional. Um, mm. You know, ask Troy. I was on this call before he got, before any of y'all got on. That's <laughs> no. true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, just being professional, um, being um, uh, trying to do things wisely, like I like I was mentioning before, uh, trying to identify your your opportunities and and uh, also understanding where your talents are and where your talents are not. I'm really good when my uh, employees come to me and say I'm, that's not a, uh, that's not a Jeff question. That is a so-and-so question. Go and grab them. You know, uh, I'm, I'm good at delegating and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think marketing wise, like I, I, I'm, I've done a lot of work as far as marketing goes in the clinic. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, so this is, this is my, company's logo. And as soon as I'm done here, I'm going out to some uh, urgent care clinics and we're going to uh, talk to them about uh, about seeing their patients that, that aren't a good fit for them. That, you know, so I, I mean, I'm marketing is just and hustling and and and, mm-hmm. you know, reach outs are very, very common in my business. And I've been doing it for 25 years. So uh, I there's a there's a famous marketer named Dan Kennedy, and one of his sayings is, "You can't just be a doer of what you do; you have to be a marketer of what you do." Mm-hmm. When we think of um, 
when somebody says hamburgers, most people are going to think about McDonald's. But does anybody really think McDonald's, McDonald's has the best hamburgers? Of course not. But they were the best at reaching out, getting their message out and connecting with people. So right. if we're not marketing uh, and we're not marketing effectively, then uh, you're not going to see any results. You're not going to grow. And there's mm, right. also another saying that, that, and I hope this is acceptable on here. You can bleep it out if it isn't. Uh, but one of his sayings is, is uh, you can't do business sitting on your ass, which mm. means you have to be moving, shaking, hustling, and not just one week. It's got to be all the time. And right. it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's part of what is, is really, really helped me get going and, and, um, and doing what I'm doing. So, yeah, I, I, I took Paul Schmidt's marketing course. And, and one of the things he reiterates throughout is you got to do this every damn day. You got to mm-hmm. get up and do it every damn day. And I, yeah. I mean, I agree as is what it takes. Um, now, just to go back real quick, uh, you, you are with uh, Celia Siegel Management. What for someone, none of neither of us, none of us have managers. We have agents, um, but that's different than having a manager or at least in that respect what what's what are some of the things that you get out of having a manager um and i there i understand there might be things you can't necessarily reveal because if you're a part of a program or whatever but what what are some of the things that 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 having a manager helps with in voiceover man that's a good question because i'm I'm still figuring that part out as well uh i love Celia. i love her team um there's I don't, I think there's a little bit of comfort that comes with being in good company. So if you look at the others on that roster, um, it's, it's good to see your face alongside them. Um, I, I think that, uh, it's nice to have, to feel like you're, you're part of something and, and you've got support. So I can always, there's a little bit of crossover. So, Lots of times I'll get the same audition opportunities through Celia's group as I'll get from a, a, region, a regional or two or three. Sometimes I'll get five of the same audition. You know? Right. Uh, but yeah, so C- Celia is not just management. It's management and pretty much a, uh, you know, a talent agency as well. Mm-hmm. So okay. I get a lot of auditions through them and um, I get useful feedback. Usually when you send an audition back, you don't get any feedback. Right. You get right. nothing. Crickets. I mean, unless, yeah. you, unless you got, you know, unless you, you got the cricket. <laughs> right. But uh, her girls, Jess and Aya uh, and Jill, they'll they'll send back messages going, could you do it like this way? Or here's my issue with this one. I think it'd be better if you did this. And, and I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Thanks. And, and you just get a better opportunity there. Um, they're real big in the political realm, which, uh, is, uh, you know, that's big money. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I don't, is it going to change somebody's life to have a manager? No, I don't think so. But, uh, because I don't think it's any different really than having, um, you know, some of these regionals that I have, I don't, I don't, haven't found it to be a lot different than that, but I like the feedback. I like the support. Right. I like, uh, uh, being part of, of that family. And I, and I branded my website through them. So if you go to, uh, jeffwilliamsvoice.com, you'll see a branded website that they did for me. And if you saw the website before the brand versus now, uh, there's a huge, huge difference. 
<laughs> it hasn't made that much. Yeah, I don't get booked through my website, but I like that that there's that really polished professional thing there. I'm I'm looking at it right now, and uh, I had it up earlier just to get a little bit of info on you before we started, and it looks awesome. Like the first thing you see it. is this, like, yeah, oh, it's it's perfect. It's like this. It's kind of a, maybe the wrong. This might be the wrong word, but it's kind of like a rustic look. And he got this guitar, mm-hmm. this glass of whiskey, this cowboy hat barrel along with it. It looks it looks excellent. Like it is very well put together. Everything is easy to follow and read. And and we've talked about it a little bit before. You know, if you're gonna actually passionately pursue voiceover one of the things you do need is, is a great website and uh, we had jmc on a couple weeks ago and, and he said you know we talked about him we asked him you know what do you think is king as far as you know getting the opportunities or or getting auditions and he said honestly like you would expect me to say something like direct marketing because obviously that's where you get the control but really i you know i invested you know some good money into search engine optimization and and that you know that has led to people just contacting him directly through that without him having to do the marketing side because they'll land mm-hmm. on his page and they can see everything that he has to offer you know from his equipment from his demos from uh, experience everything like that just like your website and i and he said honestly that that is reign supreme because everyone has all their answers right there and the only reason they need to contact me at that point is to give me a job offer you know what i mean yeah. so I don't know. I think it's very important. And that's in, you know, in our accountability group, I've talked about one of the things I want to definitely invest in if and when I can is, is search engine optimization with my website. Mm -hmm. I feel like my website's decent, but I know that there's things that are, there's probably certain things that are wrong with it and definitely things I could improve on. Mm -hmm. So yeah, looking at your website looks excellent. If that's something that they put together for you, that alone right there is, is there's some, there's a lot of value in that. I love it. Yeah. I'll say it wasn't cheap. It was not cheap. <laughs> oh, no, I, I yeah. imagine so. Yeah, yeah. For those listening, I don't want to set the precedent that you're going to go out there and get and get something as yeah. great as this for yeah. Professional, I, I bought professional branding. Expensive. Yeah, I bought Celia's book. I bought Celia's book last this last year and uh, went through it. And uh, when I worked with Brad Highland, he was going to fix me up with uh, just a meet and greet session with her. And I said, "Let's wait on that because I know." how much she costs and I'm not quite ready to drop that yet. I'm but, always, uh, yeah, how great that. it is. Your, your website looks fantastic and your it branding is. is right on. Yep. I can tell you uh, again from, from you asked me what from my professional life or the clinic has carried over into voiceover. And it's um, the knowledge that investing in, in the, in your work pays back, you know? And mm. Oh yeah. I was fortunate enough to, I never made any money off the pay to plays, but I was fortunate enough the first year that, and I know we don't talk about Fiverr and all that crap and that's fine, but it, we do. <laughs> I, was, I was just trying to, you know, get my process down and trying sure. to figure out how to take customers and, and make them happy and all that. And mm-hmm. in the process, uh, I, I made, I don't, I don't want to be gross and like say how much it's, but I, I made over a hundred thousand the first year in in voiceover, and wow, it just wowzers! Absolutely floored me, and was a blessing. But it also gave me the ability to go. You know what? Um, that's money I wasn't counting on. I never expected in my life there was. I was gifted that basically for a reason. So, so let's pour that back into voiceover, and wow. let's you know do all the things that we can do. I, I was coaching with uh, Jay Michael, which I just absolutely love that guy. Uh, yeah, he's a good one. Not just because he's so influential. He is just such a generous 
uh, he's just, he's amazing. I, I, I haven't coached with him in, in a year and a half or two years and I could send him an email tomorrow and he'd respond. And right. He yep. Take time yep. to do it. He's just that kind of person. But, um, man, I, I, I invested in coaching. I invested in, in demos and, and I asked him one time, I said, has anybody ever hired a PR person? And he said, no, not really. Not unless you're, you know, making millions up there. I know some of those guys that have hired a PR firm uh, for certain reasons. He said, but no, he said, but that's an interesting idea. You ought to do it because I told you I was a traveling musician and in that world. And I did, I had a radio promotions company. Artists would pay me to promote their uh, records. So I don't know mm. if you heard of Turnpike Troubadours. They're a pretty big deal. I was their first radio promoter. and. That's um cool. Yeah, it really was. Um, but uh, anyway, so I knew a PR girl out in Nashville. And and so I called her and I said, what do you think about this? And and she said, let's do it. And I'm like, all right. So I started paying her to uh, do some PR and all of that and got on some podcasts. And and that's not how we got on yours, by the way. But uh, <laughs> and then, you know, that, that kind of ran its course. But I, I'm just a big, big believer in being all the way in. Man, oh, yeah. if you're going to do something. I tell my kids, uh, sculpting or music or whatever, I get eat up with it. And I'm eat up with voiceover too, you know. That's so awesome. I'm like all in. I got the books. I know the podcasts. I know the YouTubes. And I go to all the conferences that I can. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm all in. And I don't mind investing in it either. So you do mm. go to some of the conferences. What, what, what's one of the mo- more recent ones you've gone to? Uh, the la- okay, so the first one was One Voice Dallas, not this last year, but the year before. I was going to say um, I was there, and I didn't get to meet you if you were there. Yeah, well, bad. we'll fix that next time. All right. Uh, and then uh, I went to VO Atlanta. Awesome. And, uh, Super Bowl. I missed this last One Voice in Dallas because uh, we, we took a cruise to Alaska. Uh, so I missed that one. But uh, I'm going to be at. I'm already got everything booked for VO Atlanta this year, and we'll be awesome. doing one Dallas, uh, one voice in Dallas in the summer. So, have you done any breakout sessions yourself uh, at any of these conferences? You have. Yep. Awesome. What 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 a uh, just to get an idea. Like what what kind of session do you run? Like what do you kind of teach or go over? Um, well, I don't teach anything. Um, I, I go to them to learn. Oh, you go to them. Okay, yeah, my yeah. apologies. I meant yeah, like, yeah. have you created one and done one yourself? No, I don't think people think I'm that cool yet, but maybe one of these days. <laughs> I don't know. After this episode, maybe so, man. That's right. We're getting the inside scoop. Yeah. Yeah, the the business and marketing thing is he is is a big deal to me because there are so many people that come out of uh, they either come out of radio or this or that, and and they don't really have the business structure, marketing mm. structure, and that's where they suffer. And I think that's where Paul has this mission of there've been a lot of really good VO. Uh, people who got in and they were good, but they got out because the business side beat them up. They couldn't do it. Yeah. And that was where he tried to develop his plan to help people at least get out there and market and do that stuff. It's hard. It I is mean, hard. He's, he's right. It's hard. Uh, the branding thing is of interest to me because I let someone else brand me out of the gate. I was working with a coach. He flat out told me, you know, this is your money read. This is where you're going to get the most booking. There's no doubt. 
And I don't remember how we came up with, you know, the blue collar voice of choice. And, and then I had the cartoon thing made. And then here I am a couple of years later going, man, I hope I hadn't branded myself in a corner. And I started worrying a little about it. But now I'm seeing some other guys come along yourself. Your stuff is branded in, in some of that direction. Uh, Dan Marion is branding somewhat in that direction. I think it's OK to be uh, an associate. The blue collar doesn't mean that maybe we are the blue collar, but we represent that blue collar yeah. effort yep. of hard work. You know, yep. we're going to bust our rear end for you. We're going to give you what you need and we're down to earth and we're just average every day, putting that voice out there for the, for the American man, you know, and, and well, uh, it's fun. I feel like uh, in marketing, they'll tell you there's riches and niches. And don't say niche, okay? Because that drives me crazy. <laughs> I don't like that word either. I never oh, have. Man. But there's riches and niches. They'll also tell you there's no way you can be everything to everybody. And right, you can't right. be an expert in everything either. So, right. And they'll also tell you that the market usually tells you where you belong the best uh, yep. and what you do the best. So the things that you book the most that's probably what you ought to be concentrating on. Mm-hmm, uh, right. Jeez, Troy, did you get all your sayings from this guy? Yeah, yeah, I got everything on everything I've been t- talking about. I, we a lot of us think alike this way. We do. I mean, it, it just it is what it is. I tell people all the time. They say, "Well, I'm just not sure what direction to go." I said, "All right, look at your last 25 bookings." And categorize them. What yeah. are they? And which one has the most? And that's probably where you're the best. And yeah. that's where you should up your game in coaching. What if, you know, what if they're mm-hmm. doing really good in narration stuff, but they think, well, I just really want to do commercial. And I've been coaching with this commercial coach and this. Well, maybe you need to go get a really good narration coach. Maybe you need a Tom Pinto or somebody like that to really work with you on that. You may could ease into in-show narrations and things like that. But they, a lot of people don't, they have glamour on the brain of, I want national commercials. I want to do commercials. I want to be in video games. You know what? I just want to make a living. And it doesn't, you know, wherever the industry points me, and I knew it would take a few years for me to figure that part out. And and some of that I'm still working on. I went to a workshop two weeks ago and they're like, why are you not doing more of this? (laughs) Because I don't have an opportunity to do this. Well, you need to make those opportunities through coaching in a demo. Okay. So and now I know it's something I should do. And let's be honest, man. I like doing the spots that I'm most comfortable with. Sure. If, if somebody gave me an uh, an Audi commercial where I got to put on the sexy voice and, oh, look at this amazing car, would you, you know, or something like that versus, man, you got to have this beer. This is the beer for you. Well, that's way more comfortable for me. Then, and so right. if that's what, if that's where I fit, because that's what I'm comfortable with, well, it makes my job a hell of a lot easier because I'm just mm-hmm. right. what you're comfortable with. Mm. Yeah. And there's plenty of that out there. I, at first, I thought there's not enough blue collar, Southern accent, you know, this, this, this. But there is. There's quite a bit of that work out there. There's a lot of it. And what amazes me even up there's certain areas of Canada that love a Southern accent. They even have a little bit of a Southern accent. And I didn't realize that. And I start. I had done some uh, outdoor stuff up there and they were just crazy over it, you know, and it led to some other things. You just never know. Never know. Hey, cool. let me ask you, Jeff, from a performance standpoint, when you were first getting into voiceover, was there something that you struggled with that like that you had to kind of overcome and maybe you, maybe a coach one day just said something that triggered 
that like you know kind of like you had like an aha moment and that changed how you approach scripts or that's changed how you you know would do your auditions or anything like that is there anything like that that you know that for our listeners out there that are you know just getting into it can go oh if this guy had trouble with this then obviously it's something that you just have to overcome you know because that's i find for myself when i see people who i admire in the in the industry or look up to in the industry with that they've had similar problems that, that i've had you know getting in it goes oh so it's just something that i have to learn and pursue kind of thing you know humanizes you a little bit more you know <laughs> uh I've always had a, a a problem with rushing and, and oh, yeah. going too fast through the script. You know, I've always had a problem with that for whatever reason. I, I'm not sure why. Um, and I think in the beginning, having an idea of uh, portraying something that I wasn't more not uh, more announcery than relaxed, and and yeah. I and I I realize all the scripts say no announcer, but there's a lot of announcer work still there. I trust I know. me. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I think that that having an announcer pre- uh, presence and you know a corporate business uh, voice is fine. But that was like all I ever did, you know. And then, mm-hmm. so I think uh, learning to kind of be more conversational, more casual, like we see in the audition specs. Um, I, I think that that was. Uh, kind of a breakthrough for me, especially. So I coached with Dave Walsh for a while and Dave is amazing. He's got his true tale uh, right. thing. So I really, really enjoyed that. That helped me kind of get more, instead of a, a voiceover thing, more of the actor thing, mm-hmm. uh, because I don't come from an acting background. So that was super helpful. Uh, and yeah. then I've, I coached for quite a while with Tina Morasco and she helped me to really slow it down a little bit, take the breaks because the commercial is going to have the visuals that need time to play out and, and then, you know, go through it uh, with all of that kind of imagery in mind. And, and uh, so, yeah, I, I, I struggled with not having an acting background and going too fast for sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool deal. Yeah, well, that's, I, again, I identify with that quite a bit. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yeah. We all I do. Very fast. Yeah. <laughs> we all My mouth doesn't work in fifth gear. It just, yeah. uh, I want it to, my brain does, but my mouth can't, you know, I got to slow down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This has been, uh, it's been good stuff. I've enjoyed this. I, I like to hear, uh, I, I think somebody that's like you're doing, you're carrying two different things. And this fascinates me because I mean, my first few years I was doing that. I was full time yeah. and in manufacturing and, you know, even traveling, having to, you know, get sent places. And then when COVID hit and all that slowed down, it did enable me to be at home and, and learn this and work at it. And, and like you said, the big thing, the big takeaway, I hope everybody gets out of this. You can't get into this for nothing. Voiceover, you've got to invest. It's coaches. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know some people say, well, I don't worry about your equipment. Don't worry. Yes, you do a little bit need to worry about it. You have to set up a space. You have to have decent equipment. You're going to be spending money. Uh, The first year, it may be five, $10,000. Then you keep pouring it into the coaching the next years and getting better and figuring it out. This takes, and JMC has said it, everybody will say it, it is a somewhere between a three and five year landing point that you're either hitting and you're making it and you're doing extremely well. And as Jeff talked about earlier, he had that launch that took off really, really well. Alden had the same thing happen. And then it leveled off 
And he had to start saying, oh, crap, I got to start marketing and stuff because you can. And, and we don't poo-poo Fiverr too bad on here because all of us have uh, or well, Jake didn't. He, he kind of got into it a little bit, but it was uh, Fiverr. If you're late to the party, if you weren't in there in 2020, yeah. you're probably late to the party. Yeah, I but, tried it um, out and I'd, I'd already been making I, I just couldn't do you'd it. You'd already booked too many good jobs to go yeah. through the ramp yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. We so went was, through the ramp up. I mean, right. I'm one of those people that will, can actually say in truth and fact, I have over 4,500 YouTube videos out there playing Wow. that I, that I narrated and they taught me everything. I can out edit any YouTube editor in the country because I can fly through that stuff now. But it also taught my eyes to get ahead, my brain to get ahead, my mouth to keep up. It taught me a lot where if I was making 57 mistakes, you know, they had to go back and and fix the clicks and edits. Then it became only six or eight and Mm -hmm. it it got really easy. But you got to pay those dues if you're going to do that kind of stuff. Make the money, invest the money, do this the right way. Don't embarrass the thing. I guarantee you, Jeff does not want either of the three of us to go out and open a chiropractic office tomorrow with no experience and no training. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. (laughs) So take heed to some of this wonderful advice of reinvesting, branding, all the things. Jeff's doing it the right way. And and that's one of the reasons I wanted to have him on because I knew I had been seeing what he'd done. I saw his website before and he's, you know, it's nice. I I hope nobody saw mine before I got it cleaned up. (laughs) They probably did. I still have some of the business cards and some of the notes that I was making here of all the impressions I could do. And and it has nothing to do with voiceover. At the time, I thought it did. Right. And I had the stupidest logo. But anyway. Oh, gosh. All, my, it's, yeah. It's my logo and my brand has gone through. And I'm looking iterations. forward to uh, not being across the room from you at VO Atlanta this year. I, I was I'm a fly on the wall. I'm a I'm not really great at going up to people and talking to people. I get. I'm but if I follow you. Charles, if I follow Charles uh, Coates around, he'll drag me to everybody and introduce me. Which you'll know everybody in you'll know everybody in Atlanta when Charles yeah. is done with you. Same way yeah. with Andy. Andy Field is the same way. He will talk to anybody and everybody. Yeah. He'll entertain an yeah. entire room. And I'm just sitting over there going, I'm I'm with that dude. I'm just yeah, I'm with them. I'm terrible about going up and talking. Yeah, yeah, I don't do great at that. And then at one voice, um, JMC's asked me to present, and it's going to be really on beginning marketing for Mm -hmm. newer uh, VO talent. We're just going to kind of give them a leg in. Here's how you go look for stuff. Here's how you get started. And I'm just blown away that I've got that opportunity to come present because, I, you know, he he mentioned me at VO Atlanta. He thought I was in the room and it was actually Marco. I can't remember Marco's. How do you say his last name? Somebody that if you squinted your eyes would kind of look like Troy. Kind of look like me. And he said, yeah, and there's Troy there and he's he's doing targeted marketing and he's doing this and that. And he's killing it like that, you know, and and I was in a work in another room and somebody comes (laughs) tell me, JMC's in there talking about you. I said, well, I can't get there fast enough. Sorry. That's hilarious. But I do look forward to all of that. And I'm I'm scared to death to do to to present, but it'll be fun. Uh, you got uh, this. I think. And it'll be good for people that have no clue what to do. And that's what I want to prevent. I don't want people to fall out because they're good at VO, but they're they're scared to market. I can yeah. tell you that so, so I teach on chronic pain. Uh <laughs> this is real nerdy, but uh it, my course is called uh chronic pain in the upregulated central nervous system. And, and so I teach other chiropractors. And, and so, you know, just like we've got VO conferences, we've got chiropractic conferences. So I teach mm-hmm. it. Both. And the first uh, one or two, pretty nerve wracking. Sure. Because, yeah. you, know, you know, those those people are out there looking at you and it's a little yeah. odd. 
Uh, <laughs> just pick somebody in the second row and talk to them. And right. you'll be all, yeah, there you go. You'll there be better. You yeah, we'll be okay. Uh, Alden, hey. Jake, you guys, anything else? I don't want to keep this guy too long. If I was as busy as him, I wouldn't even come to the podcast. Shoot, yeah, you got that right. <laughs> yeah, no, but before, I feel also like also some Airbnbs. If y'all want, to, if you need any uh, uh, Airbnbs in Texas, oh, PM. that's awesome. This guy, did you get, well did you get Andy into that? Were you the one that got him into that, or was that? It, is, is it the, okay? Okay, yeah, That's I knew he awesome. got his first one going. I've been following that on Facebook. I, I, I really want to do like that Andy eventually, but guy. I'm nowhere near the ability to do that right now. Oh, but yeah. that was something I shoot me an email when you're ready. I'll help. Oh you yeah, out. I best believe it. Um, I did want to ask you real quick because I've always wanted to go on one. You said you went on Alaskan cruise uh, uh, oh, around the time of One oh, Voice. Um, are you first of all? Correct me if I'm wrong. My uncle and aunt went on one one time, and I asked my uncle what was one of your favorite parts. He said the sushi. <laughs> so I don't know if it's <laughs> if this if the sushi is specific to the Alaskan cruise. I don't know because inside. you go up there. Great, yeah. Are you a sushi eater? I I like sushi, but I didn't have any sushi on my Alaskan cruise, so I can't. Oh, okay. Say that. <laughs> oh, okay, good deal. Um, I can tell you that uh, we went with my in laws uh, and. Uh, we were fortunate enough that, that her dad uh, does very well. And, and so he just paid for all the kids and spouses to go. That's and amazing. it was on a, it was on a, a it's, the cruise ship was called the Silver Whisper. And mm. so a lot of the cruise ships that we saw there were these huge, you know, 12 story, whatever, you know, huge things with slides and stuff. Our thing was like, you have to wear a dinner jacket to dinner and all that. We had a private butler and all that. It was all very oh, hey. nice. Yeah. And there was only, uh, guest wise, there was only 300 and I think 40 guests on the entire ship. There was like 208 nice. staff. So it was, um, it was super nice, not too crowded. And I, I loved it. One of the highlights is flying into Anchorage and taking the train down to Seward. The train has like glass roofs and or ceilings and, and walls. And the, the, it's a four, four hour train ride. And it, it was, it'll just knock your socks off, man. Wow. That's amazing. And Beautiful. then, um, Alaska, so I've been to Hawaii. I've been all over the U.S. That's awesome. And, and I, so I was expecting mountains and streams and, you know, trees. I mean, things kind of look the same from area to area. But mm-hmm. what I wasn't expecting was all of the water and um, like waterfalls coming out of glaciers in the mountains. You know, there's basically water falling out of the mountains and stuff yeah. uh, everywhere. So it was just uh, it it delivered more than uh, more than as advertised for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. Cool. That's great to cool. hear. I'd love to go. My brother in law, sister in law went a couple years ago, and they just said it was just outstanding. The scenery and everything, yeah. everything. Yeah. If I could Absolutely. ever get out of Tennessee and Georgia, I'll go. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you guys have anything else? I know you said you probably get, you got to get going here in a little bit. Uh, do we have any questions from Troy or Alden? Anything like that? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I, I, if he had time to tell us about the experience getting his branding done with Celia, that would interest me. But uh, I know we're drawing too short. That you, and you got day. the book. You read yeah, the, you book. Got the book. I do have the book, but I want to hear the first hand. Sure. Shoot me an email. Shoot me an email. We'll, we'll hook up. 
All right, okay. sounds good. Real, 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 okay, then real quick, Jeff, is there, where where can people find you? I know we mentioned your website earlier. That was uh, jeffwilliamsvoice.com. Uh, Are you on socials or anything like that? Any any Anywhere else where people can you know follow along with uh, whatever you do? I am, yeah. I uh, Jeff Williams Voice Actor on uh, Facebook. Okay. Yeah, Jeff Williams Voice Actor. Um, I, I try to be more active on TikTok, but damn it, I'm just not. I'm, I'm going to try to do better. But uh, Instagram, uh, everything is uh, at Jeff Williams Bo, I believe. Okay. Uh, Twitter as well. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way to find me. Awesome. Well, dude, this has been a great episode, and I'm excited for people to listen to this. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure that we will eventually link up. Yeah, I hope, I hope to run into you at One Voice Dallas. I had an opportunity to volunteer this year, so I did that, and I probably will do it again this year. Um, if that all works out according to plan. So I'm, I'm excited to meet you in person. And awesome. yeah, so again, thanks for being on. And I just wanted to say, uh, uh, look forward to meeting you guys. Well, actually, all of you guys in person. I've yet to meet you guys too. But I look forward to meeting all of you at some point. <laughs> but so for me, Jake, Alden, Troy, and then of course, Mr. Jeff Williams. Thanks again. This has been another VO podcast. You guys have a good rest of your night. You've been listening to It's Another VO Podcast. I'm Alden Schinnerberg. And I'm Jake the Snake. No, you are not. Settle down. All right, all right, all right. I'm Jake Sanders. And I'm Troy Holden. Join us weekly as we spill the beans about our challenges being full-time struggling voice actors. Yeah, and by the way, my girlfriend says you two better get it together because she doesn't want me carrying you two on this podcast. Sayeth the voiceover rookie himself... But be sure and join us on the next episode, because I guarantee it, Jake will do something worth hearing. And what do you mean by that? No, really, what does that mean? Dude, dude, let it go. It's all right. It's all right. Hey, where are you guys going? Hey, don't you kill the feed. Don't you dare kill the feed. Hey, where, where are you going, Alden? Troy, what are you... Uh, are you... Uh,